There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. So you want to start a business. No problem. You have an idea, you have some resources, <laughs> maybe you're like me and you even have some kids old enough to help you run your enterprise. Hopefully, you've done a little research. What are your startup costs, right? What are your markets? One thing you don't think about is how good is your country to actually do this? Am I right? I mean, you live in America. This country is made for business, so go for it. However, I might remind you that not all countries are like this one. USA Today and World Report put out a survey in which they qualified all the countries of the world as to the best and worst to do business. They factored in the crime rate, the country's infrastructure, the GDP, the ability to work with government, export-import complications, as well as the overall economy and the work ethic. Guess which country ranked the lowest? the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Some simply call it DRC. Last? How can you be last? I mean, when the experts say, mm, it's more advisable to start a business in North Korea than in Congo DR, that's bad. That's bad business. The reason this survey even caught my eye was because Gospel Inc. has been working with national preachers in Congo DR for 20 years. We know things are hard there. We know the dangers and the trials of that country. On my first trip to Africa, my director took me all the way up to Lubumbashi. Now, we actually didn't go into Lubumbashi. The preachers came and met us on the other side of the border. There were 20 of them at that time. I remember on the way, we asked numerous people if they would advise against us going into Congo. We were unsure what to do. Now, at that time, people said it was safe if we traveled during the day. Apparently, the thugs and criminals come out at night. Reminds me, Jesus said that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. But my Lord Jesus also told his followers to go and preach the gospel unto the ends of the earth. Teach my people to obey all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And my friends, that includes Congo. Maybe I don't want to go there and start a business, but I believe that Jesus died for those people. His blood was shed to forgive Congolese people. 
and I want to help send the joyful sound of God's salvation so that people there can repent and follow a prince of peace. You know what would be good for business? Would be more people who fear God and people who want to love their neighbor. And you know what? As bad as some of these countries are, the gospel does reach them. Faustine Amani is from Congo DR. He didn't grow up in a Christian family. He was born in a pagan family. Now, pagan means that you appease the spirits of your ancestors or of the earth and its powers in general. So picture this. Faustine, as a boy, is ill. Maybe he has a malaria. Maybe he simply has a cold. Dad doesn't waste any time. He goes and kills a chicken. He drains the blood of the chicken as he calls out to the spirits of the dead to stay away from his son. Take the blood of this chicken instead. May this chicken die instead of my son. Maybe he wails loudly. Maybe he lies in the dirt. Maybe he throws ashes in the air. That's pagan. Does it work? Well, who knows? Faustine didn't die. Maybe it worked, they're thinking. Now, when there are really bad troubles, the family will kill a goat. Now, that's getting serious. But they follow what they've been told. And no one has told them that Jesus is the great physician. No one has told them that Jesus came to take away the fear of death. Faustine did not grow up in Congo DR celebrating the resurrection. And then one day... An evangelist came. The evangelist came to Faustine's village. He preached about sin. And from the pulpit, he went through the Romans road, just like we would hear it in Vacation Bible School. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life. God commended his love to us and that while we were yet sinners, someone died for us to forgive us. And those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Faustine listened and he knew that he had done many sinful things. Lying is a way of life in Congo. He probably did that every day. However, when Faustine asked Jesus to forgive him and to be his savior, a new man was born again. Faustine became a joyful man, and the Spirit of God led him into a whole new life of loving people and showing mercy. That's his own testimony. Faustine began working in the local church, and as he grew spiritually, he began helping youth, teaching them what he had learned and how obeying Jesus was changing his own soul and outlook on life. In 2016, Gospel Inc. found some people who are willing to sponsor Faustine Amani. I'd say that's a good investment. Now, I didn't say that was good business. Remember, Congo is the worst place in the world to do business. I use the word investment, helping support a national preacher to spread the gospel in a place most of us would never go. You see, Faustine Amani doesn't just live in Congo DR. He lives in the Kivu region filled with forests and rolling hills. The Kivu region is an eastern region that borders Burundi, Rwanda, and Uganda. 
beautiful, beautiful countryside created by God, but horrible, horrible wickedness caused by people. There are at least 100 organized rebel groups in Congo DR. Some say more. Some, say, some reports say up around 200, but at least 100 rebel groups. And many of them hide out in the hill country of Kivu. These rebel groups are from Uganda. They're from Rwanda. They're from Congo themselves. They all have different agendas, different tactics, but they're pretty much gangs and warlords and criminals trying to prey off other people. These are the kind of people that would be bad for business. But this Kivu region in the Democratic Republic of Congo is exactly where Faustine Amani serves. Listen to the report that he wrote last fall. This is 2021. During this quarter, I evangelized in four areas where we proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. As we go from place to place, we meet people and talk to them. At one home, I met three young men. They were 17, 18, and 20 years old. We explained the word of God to them. For many days in a row we visited, and after three weeks they received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior of their lives. They began to attend church meetings secretly, and they accepted to be baptized. When the parents heard of this, they forbid them to go to church. They made them stay at home for a month. The young people did not agree and they come to me to tell me the problem. I reported the situation to the local chief of the area. He then went and talked to the parents. The chief told them that after 15 years old, a child has a right to choose their own place of living and their own religion. The parents said that Christianity is against their religion, so the children must leave. No, these young men live at my home. In the areas we visited, there are many testimonies from those who received Christ, how their lives were changed. What a report. Not all young men are being recruited in Congo to join rebel groups. Some are hearing about the Lord, and they are committing to Him. That's good news. However, not all of Faustine's report was so joyful. My brother is in the hospital up until now. In visiting him, I am also visiting sick people and telling them of the word of hope. I read to them Psalm 86. My brother is in the hospital because he was beaten so badly. He was kidnapped by rebels and they threatened to kill him. I searched to find them and eventually someone gave me a cell number. When they heard from me, they were so surprised. They harassed me and demanded big money to release my brother. If not, they would kill him, they say. Our family pray for him, and eventually the kidnappers beat him and let him go. So now he is recovering in the hospital. That's crazy. That's insane. That's, it's demonic. Business is so bad in our country that we've got to start a kidnapping business? This is the kind of news that discourages us, isn't it? Makes us wonder if there's any hope in the world. Yet did you see in that report, Faustine Amani 
spent time at the hospital with his brother and with his pregnant wife, I might add. But he talked and ministered to the hurting, to the convalescing people. I can imagine him going from bed to bed. He also told in his report that people enjoyed his praise and worship music. Amen and amen. A man visiting the hospital, singing songs and praying. That's not going to make it on the nighttime news, but it's good news. So fast forward a little here. Our national preachers who are sponsored through Gospel Inc. write a report every three months. This is so the sponsors can pray for them and also realize where and how their giving is being used overseas. So this report is from October, November, and December that I'm about to read. This is the fourth quarter report of 2021. It's been translated because Pastor Amani doesn't speak English. So some of this takes time to get to the USA. But here's what the quarter four report says. During this period, I evangelized in three areas. And in the fourth area I visited was where I was last time to follow up and strengthen the believers. My team spent 21 days again in Nyamitaba, in Kilolewe, where we did much open-air preaching. Then one week, we went to Karuba, where mostly we did door-to-door, -door, with one open-air meeting on the last day. Our text was John 1, 12, Romans 5, 8, and Philippians 2, 2 through 11. We saw God save many people. Amongst them, a man called Kagobo. I do not know Kagobo, but Kagobo testified to others. This is what he told people. I rejoice that the Lord Jesus saves me, and I have committed so many wrongs to people, including the family members of this preacher. I was part of the men who kidnapped his brother. Our aim was to kill him because he wanted to show, we wanted to show this pastor that the prayer he has been doing every day is nothing. But today, his brother is still living. For sure, we do not know how his brother has survived. I see that God is mightier than man. I will now serve this God all my life. I can only imagine that Faustine must have been knocked off his feet. Three months ago, he is trying to negotiate with these thugs for the release of his brother. And now he is watching one of them embrace the grace of Christ. That is good news from a far country. You know, in the 19th century, Congo was known for its rubber trees. Today, some of you may have heard that more than 60% of the world's supply of Colton is mined in Congo DR. Colton is used primarily for the production of tantalum capacitors, which are used in almost every kind of electronic device, including cell phones, which, needless to say, makes Colton very valuable. No, I'm not asking you to invest in rubber nor am I selling an ETA for a Colton mining company. I am aware that Congo is not the best place to do business. It's the worst. But I hope that this episode and this little story, this glimpse into the life of Faustina Mani, 
will help change your perspective of Congo. Maybe now when you hear Congo mentioned in the news, you won't think about bad business or marauding rebel groups. I want you to remember Faustine Amani, a national preacher. How many days he spends evangelizing. How he has started a new church every two years since being sponsored through Gospel Inc. Since 2016, how he's seen an estimated 1,100 people accept Jesus through his ministry. And yes, how one of those was a kidnapper named Kagobo. Turn to dawning and the dawning to noonday bright, and Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. We call Gospel Inc. a missions organization. And I should add here that one of the things Gospel Inc. requires of the national men who are sponsored is to keep a record of how many new areas that their financial support has enabled them to visit and evangelize. I don't know, actually, if Karuba, where Kagobo heard the gospel from Faustine, is one of those new places. But if you go to the website, cupofgoodnews.org, I've posted a link so you can actually find where Karuba is located in the world. Since 2016, when Faustine first began receiving support, he has recorded 71 new areas to which he has traveled. You know, if I went to 71 new areas in my country, I might not start three new churches. I might not see a thousand people saved. But Faustine Amani lives in Congo DR. Many people there are still worshiping the ancestors and falling prey to a life of violence and crime. They need the gospel. And dozens of people are supporting national preachers through Gospel Inc. to go and preach that good news. Right now, Gospel Inc. has over 60 national preachers who are supported in the Congo to spread the gospel in their country. And you know what? That's good news.